0: Welcome, you gorgeous lot, to episode 103 of a thing I like to call near-perfect pitch. Ooh, and bright, crikey, this week I can tell you that I'm especially happy to tell you that the programme is brought to you by Brick Smith. Bricks and the Extricated and the Hash Brownie. Talking to Brick Smith, as you can probably surmise from that at the end of the programme, talking all things Breaking State, their new second LP, which is about uh, five days away. You can hear three teaser tracks from that, amongst uh, immense banter with Bricks, who's the best interviewee On the planet, bar none. She's just a lot of fun, and I concur with a lot of her earthly sentiment as well, which doesn't hurt. Let's uh, go over briefly what you can uh, expect to hear in uh, terms of new releases. Uh, Boy Bjorn has his debut uh, LP. Released hot off the press, Mistaken Animals. Here's something of that. Swirlies are back with a uh, a new release. I'll go into detail about that later, but it's essentially a conglomerate of, of uh, some part-time punks sessions. Um, new releases too, in terms of a re-release of sorts. Primal Scream, Give Out But Don't Give Up. The original Memphis sessions have been re- re-released, uh, well, released for the first time and uh, packaged beautifully and i'll go into uh, some detail about that as well uh, new material by girlpool from la and also another another new track by uh, by heiko schneider a.k.a. The Catherines. He's got a new single out that he put out last week. He's a, he's a single a week kind of guy, his Heiko. Uh, and if he had his own way, he'd be a single a day kind of fella. A new material by Weaker Corners, Barnes-Courtney as well. And uh, all the material at the end of the programme, of course, is going to be new by Bricks and the Extricated, all material from Breaking State. Bricks uh, chose the three tracks herself in as much as she chose obligatory four Fall R this week as well. So uh, to the uninitiated, of which uh, I hope there aren't many, I hope that uh, a lot of you are regular listeners. And um, um, the weekly features that I uh, that I attend to on a religious basis are Cover Me. And we're going to kick the show off, actually, with Cover Me, which is unusual. Um, Losing One Shit this week is rather good. It's uh, Real Life from Australia from uh, from 1983. We've got Tint of Time. We've got Weekly Peel, Obligatory Fall, ah, Essential Wax, which uh, today is The Beloved. And, of course, an interview with Brick Smith Start coming up at the end of the programme. <laughs> And his band, Death in Vegas. A single from their second LP, 1999's Contino Sessions on Concrete Records. That's a single and a tune and an LP track called Dirge. And we started off with uh, Cover Me. Yeah, one of our uh, weekly features. Kicking things off with one of them. What a waste. As done by Curve and uh, Ian Jury. Of course it's an Ian Jury song, Ian Jury and the Blockheads. But uh, that's obviously his voice uh, being sampled, but uh, Tony Halliday singing along to it, of course. Originally only available on Piece Together, a Greenpeace charity record released on Island Records in '93. You can get it, however, on uh, The Way of Curve, a compilation released uh, by themselves in 2004. And that is uh, digitally available all over the shop, in case you're keen to get a copy of that. It's nifty. It's not a cover version per se, in that Ian Jury's on it as well, but I think it qualifies. Two songs in, and uh, next up, some British Sea Power. a new record out called Magic Strop Tonight which you can get at swirlies.bankamp.com and uh, of the six tracks five of them are uh, part-time punks sessions of which uh, the song that we heard is we just heard uh, the part-time punk session version of Tall Ships again Swirlies new material fantastic they've been away for a while um, now before that British Sea Power one of two singles pulled off their third LP 2008's Do You Like Rock Music on Rough Trade Records that was No Lucifer now Spiritualized have re-released their uh, Fucked Up Inside record which was released in 93. I have the original in my hot little hands here. And uh, as a record collector you get kind of miffed when you send away for something that's mail order only that you believe is as rare as unicorn shit and then years later it gets re-released. That is one of the banes of being a record uh, music collector, isn't it really? Anyway... Great lengths have been taken to re-release this in terms of duplicating as was. Everything to the silver embossed work, to uh, to the faithful reproduction of everything concerned with this record. You can go to glassredux.bandcamp.com to get your copy. I'm going to play a song of the old copy. How about that?
1: That's I'm not
0: anglo american Barnaby George Courtney, who goes by the name of Barnes Courtney, with one of two new singles that don't appear on the debut album uh, last year's The Attractions of Youth. That is a song called 99. And uh, go to barnescourtney.com, B-A-R-N-S-C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y, to learn more about him and get his records as well. Before we heard Barnes Courtney, we heard spiritualized second track off the seven-track Fucked up inside re-release, which you can get your hands on at glassreducks.bandcamp.com. And a few weeks ago, I'd professed my ignorance. I admitted that I hadn't heard of this label, and uh, subsequently put two and two together. That it is, is the, the re-release arm of of Glass Records. So Glass Records, of course, was a, was a, a vibrant, vibrant label in the, in the 80s especially. And uh, they're from London. Glass, uh, Glass Records resurrected for all you fucked up rock and rollers with one foot in the grave. Isn't that lovely? So I think that applies to myself. I'm not sure whether I should be sharing that with you. Anyway, so I just want to put two and two together with regards to that. So glassredux.bandcamp.com is where you can get your hands on uh, the Spiritualized record in as much as you can uh, other material by the likes of the Vaseline's uh, In Embrace, Religious Overdose, et al. One thing that's a continuum in, in, uh, in my being lucky enough to interview musicians over the past uh, 35 years or so is that uh, there seems to be a, a continuum uh, whereby musicians, musicians, uh, there tend to be a, a fairly elite club, a very, very small membership of that club. This band are very, very prominent at the zenith of said club in terms of musicians, musicians, talk, talk. That is the Electric Soft Parade, a single from 2013, off their Idiots LP, their fourth and most recent LP, and that's their uh, most recent single. They have a new LP coming out, which you can uh, get in on, on Pledge, actually. There's just a few days left before uh, the Pledging window slams shut. pledgemusic.com slash project slash the hyphen electric hyphen soft hyphen parade hyphen new hyphen album. There you have it. New LP available by pledge by The Electric Soft Parade. Again, we heard, brother, you must walk your path alone, a single from 2013. Before that, I don't believe you. Incredible. Uh, let's talk talk, of course, uh, from their third LP, The Colour of Spring, one of four singles pulled off uh, this particular record, starting with their debut record, uh, The Party's Over from 1982, which was unequivocally and unapologetically a synth-pop record, to the maturity of It's My Life being a dance record, really, in uh, 1984, to this hyper-mature album, uh, The Colour of Spring, which came out in 86. and uh, you could tell uh, as they were maturing as a band that uh, they were just too damn clever for the vast majority of us, and that did spawn... Uh, the Spirit of Eden in 1988, which didn't, didn't sell very, very well in comparison to the other records, and then Stock in 1991. This is venturing onto the cusps of, uh, of jazz and uh, all kinds of other musical genres. Um, it, it takes a journey to go from 82 to 91 with Talk Talk, but in that short nine-year spell, going from uh, synth-pop to just unbelievable uh, layered uh, and, and complicated, complicated arrangements as there are in uh, the last two records... Just a beautiful journey to be a part of, to be frank, and uh, I personally think 86 is Color of Spring is one of those records that is one of those desert island discs or equivalents. That is a racing certainty. Now, what's coming up next? I have got queued up as I'm trying to get organized. Yes, I got some cranes, and uh, I'll remind you that uh, during the course of the program, of course, we've got our new releases that are forthcoming. So I can perhaps tell you uh, what's coming up in the programme that uh, isn't a new release. We've got some pulp coming up, The Armoury Show, Frank's Sidebottom, Milltown Brothers. Uh, Real Life is our Losing One Shit segment this week. We've got a Weekly Peel this week, which is The Teardrop Explodes. And what else have we got? Oh yes, we've got our Essential Wax this week, which is The Beloved. Here's Cranes <laughs> Uh, we cut corners from Dublin off the brand new Imposters LP. Wecutcorners.net to learn more. Before that, uh, Siblings Alison and Jim Shaw. She's got an eerie voice, hasn't she? Alison has one of those voices by Crikey. Seventh single from '93 on Dedicated Records. Appears on their second LP, Forever. Also, of course, on Dedicated Records. And uh, again, Cranes Jewel, preceded by Brother. You must walk your path alone by The Electric Soft Parade. And before that, Talk. Talk now, 10 songs in, third of the way through the musical output of the program. Coming up next, it's uh, time for another feature. It is our obligatory fall. Ah, this week we're going to be in Garden of Perverted by Language, as chosen by Brick Smith, who will be chatting for about an hour at the end of the programme in an interview which I'm delighted to be sharing with you. Well, if you listen regularly, you'll know that I record the programme in Ottawa at CKCU-FM Studios here at Carlton University at CKCU-FM 93.1 in the broadcast area here. Now, uh, the radio station broadcasts uh, all the way uh, towards Kingston in Ontario, all the way through to uh, West Island in Montreal, to northern New York State. And uh, between October the 19th, kicking off a couple of days ago, Uh, to November the 4th, it is the annual funding drive whereby this radio station does not uh, wallow and live in money and have a money tree at the end of the garden here. We have to raise $135,000 to keep the station running for another year. There's just a, a small quotient of volunteers, but there are dozens and dozens and dozens of volunteers uh, who give their blood, sweat and tears to this radio station. And uh, that doesn't even include the people who are on air here. If you do like your music, which uh, you clearly do because you're listening to this, um, do go to cksufm.com and uh, diversify. We have a lot of resident experts here by musical genre. Uh, and lots of ethnic content as well. Um, CKCU is the biggest, best, and longest-standing community radio station in Canada. So if you're inclined to to, uh, part with some money, go to ckcufm.com and uh, give them some dosh so that they can continue to do the good work that they have done year upon year upon year. Also, I want you lot, please, to uh, recommend the programme to somebody that you believe will enjoy it. That's all I can ask of you, really, isn't it? Now, what have I got queued up? Yes obligatory fall, ah, garden.
2: revealed to be a three-legged black grey hog I see what
1: flows
2: from his mushy pan, garden, garden Films on TV. Five years back, at least. It's a young generation dancing troupe trying to perform country and western. stayed up some nights. He had a kingdom of evil book Under a German history book He was Come try it like that sir. I see what flows we
0: Fantastic to hear these versions. That is Primal Scream from the new Give Out But Don't Give Up, the original Memphis recordings, the demos. They went to Ardent Studios in Memphis in 93 to work on a new album with uh, with Tom Dowd. And they reworked the album later on with producer George Draculius. And uh, that rendered 94's Give Out But Don't Give Up. The original uh, tapes, the demos, were left unreleased and uh, recently they were found by Andrew Innes. He found them in his basement and uh, they have now been uh, released as of uh, October the 12th, about nine days ago. And they are really, really good versions. And that was... Uh, One version of Jailbird off uh, the double release. Go to primalscream.net to get your hands on give out but don't give up the original Memphis recordings. Before that our uh, obligatory fall R track this week as chosen by uh, Brick Smith herself of 83's Perverted by Language, Garden by the Fall of their sixth LP on Rough Trade Records. Where are we? I did mention to you that I'd let you know when the last Swirly's release was. And from what I can surmise, it was 2013's Swirly's Magic Driver compilation that came out about five years ago. Now, Trash Can Sinatras, they had a pledge campaign, which I think, I'm not quite sure, you might still be able to get on pledgemusic.com slash project slash Trash Can Sinatras 2, the number 2. They put together this beautiful uh, release called Trash Can Sinatras All Night in America. It's one DVD. And it is one CD of uh, their selections of The Best of the Best from their very, very recent uh, North American swing, as it were. All Night in America is the name of the record. Again, pledgemusic.com project slash Trash Can number two is where you can uh, get your hands on this. Right then, off this lovely release, Trash Can Sinatras, All Night in America. Let's hear the wonderful, the classic, Hay Fever. <laughs>
3: Clock and
2: me, leave me alone. And myself stalking a beautiful
1: girl in a rural spot. I get so It's only when she gets laid
0: lovely, that's Brian Holly, a.k.a. Boy Bjorn, off the new brand spanking Mistaken Animals LP. BoyBjorn.com is the way you need to go to get that record, and I reckon you should. Before that, Trash Can Sinatras from All Night in America, the first official live DVD and accompanying live CD. From their 2017 All Night with the Trash Can Sinatras tour with a... Basically, went the length and breadth of North America, recording every gig and then uh, putting together this compilation, which is beautiful. Go to pledgemusic.com to get yourself a copy of it.
4: The trouble with your brother is always sleeping with your mother, and I know that your sister. Missed her time again this month Am I talking too fast? are you just playing dumb? If you want, I can write it down It shouldn't matter to you Cause aren't you the one? Oh, with your rats and the tears And the nights on the town Now you're, you're going with some kid, looks like some bad comedian Are you gonna go out? Are you staying at home? Eating boxes of milk tray, watch TV on your own, aren't to the one with your ass and the tears and the nights on the town Are Trying to look like some kind of heiress But your face is such a mess And now you're going To a party
5: Boxes, smile and tick the boxes Answer so when you're told to Just doing your say They'll try to pacify you Try to categorize you Impale and crucify you till you learn to obey it You had no choice, keep confused to yourself, that's what they like. Not another white nigga that likes to fight. All you got left with, once they fight. Roll for you, you say yes. Mute that stands in rank and file. Down at the bottom of the great divide, I take my place in the last. they'll strip your eyes running on empty don't feel fine running on empty choked on fear scared to be a voicey a world that's filled with You will, with a look of disgrace sunk upon your face, you run a dead, lasting human race, naked in the fence line.
0: Gouser, Nick Ellis. With Hearts and Minds, that is off his latest and brand new LP, Speakers Corner, his fourth album on Mellow Tone Records. mellowtonerecords.com slash artists slash Nick Ellis to get his works. Razmatas by Pulp before that. That doesn't need much introduction, does it? Really? Brilliant tune that is. And uh, that was a single. I don't even know what year it was from. I'm not even, even going to bother checking on Fire Records in case you care. Now, Glory of Love. A single from 1985 on Parlophone Records was by The Armoury Show. Richard Jobson uh, on vocals, Russell Webb on bass, uh, John uh, Magoach on guitar and John Doyle on drums. Each of these members had been in uh, some fairly, fairly successful bands. Jobson and Webb were in skids, of course, and uh, Magoach and Doyle had been in magazine. They released a handful of singles and a beautiful compilation came out on Cherry Red uh, quite some years ago, trying to figure out. 2013 it came out. compiles all their works. It's called uh, Waiting for the Floods, The Armoury Show, in case you like what you hear. Of course uh, they were kind of sporadic over the over the course of time. The, the second CD has a whole load of good uh, good DJ edits and, and dance mixes of their tunes and uh, the first one is pretty faithful in terms of reproducing all their singles and all of their works in a regular capacity. Here's a song, as I mentioned, a single from a- that originally came out on Parlophone Records. Glory of love. girlpool from los angeles and that's a tune called lucy's and it is their latest single after last year's debut album PowerPlant, plant girlpool.bankcamp.com before that the armory show a single from uh, 1985 on parlophone records originally that's how it came out but you can also get it on this wonderful compilation uh, waiting for the floods that is uh, released by the wonderful cherry red. You probably think I'm on their payroll, but I can assure you I am not. Next up, we're going to celebrate 25 years of Marina Records, a Hamburg-based record company. 40 stunning tracks celebrating Marina's 25th anniversary on two groovy compact discs, including many previously unreleased cuts and exclusive contributions, as well as selected nuggets from the Marina catalogue, plus a splendid booklet featuring more than 100 photographs from the Marina archive. Enjoy, Brothers and Sisters Music is Love a compilation lovingly put together this is by uh, um, Stefan Castle and uh, Frank Lahneman beautiful stuff and uh, one of those rare things that you need to buy digital copies are, are great I've got no problem at all buying digital music but uh, the packaging on this is, is typically Marina and it's lovely So I'm going to play a song for you off this record, off this double release. You also get it on vinyl, of course. This uh, song we're going to hear now is actually The Pale Fountains, a song released originally on their 1998 compilation of sorts, Long Shot for Your Love, is a song called The Norfolk Broads.
6: There's a place where I can The front, the front, the lovely place to
1: be concerned. Then I'll say it. Yeah, oh, oh. But to be
0: Appeal Peel is rewarded by the Teardrop Explodes from the 16th of October 1980, and I believe, retroactively, this is my little brain here that goes off tangentially every once in a while. I think that was a Mike Reed session, actually. I'll have to double-check. If it's not a Peel session, I do apologise. However... It's going down as a weekly peel just because I programmed the flipping show and I'm not going to muck about. Before that, Long Shot for Your Love was the name of an LP that came out in 88 on Marina Records from Hamburg by The Pale Fountains. One of uh, many, many tracks featured on the 25th anniversary of this wonderful label, the Goosebumps compilation. Go to marinarecords.com to get your copy. Here's some Milltown Brothers from Blackburn. (laughs) Don't That's this week's instalment of Losing One's Shit, rolling back the gears, drawing the curtains and going chicken oriental with Reckless Abandon, dancing round your living room to Melbourne's Real Life from 1983, their first single that appeared in their WLP, Heartland. That's the extended mix of Send Me An Angel. Hope you all feel better for that. I certainly do. I was prancing around here like a proper Wally. Now, what's coming up next? Bit of Frank. There isn't
1: anything.
7: backside, because i am the antichrist i am an anarchist I know what I want, but i don't know how to get it but i want to be because i i i i i i want to be for Timberley, it's coming sometime, I don't know know where classified advertisements, because I'm saving up to buy me mum a washing machine, because it's a pop rock or something, because I, 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 I I want to be the anarchy, oh yes it's simply, because it's the only way to be.
0: just keeps writing songs, Heiko Schneider, a.k.a. The Catherines. If you don't have a clue, please get out of the line. Thecatherines.bankamp.com is where you can get all of his brilliant material. And don't forget, uh, Heiko wrote uh, a theme to the magic, Biscuit Tin, which I play on occasion. I'm still, still immensely chuffed with. Still smile every time I play that. And uh, before that, what did we hear? Oh yes, we heard uh, Frank, didn't we? Originally off 1985's Frank's Firm Favourites. That was uh, Anarchy in Timperley. Of course it was. Now, Bradford. (laughs) Bradford. Hello, the first of four singles off our Essential Wax, our uh, feature LP of the week, which is the beloved's Happiness from 1990. We'll get into that in just a moment. Before I uh, do that, I will tell you the song that we heard Prior to hearing The Beloved, we heard Dodging Around in Cars by Bradford. Bradford, uh, with a B-side to their debut single, Skinstorm, that came out in 88 on Village Records. Good news for Bradford fans, of which I am one. Go to bradforduk.bandcamp.com. What they've done is they have uh, repackaged and put a whole load of extra tracks on their only album to date, Shouting Quietly. They've called it 30 Years of Shouting Quietly, and you can get your hands on that at bradforduk.bandcamp.com. As I mentioned, we just heard... Hello, the uh, first of four singles, Off Happiness, on East-West Records, the beloved's second LP, their second LP after 1987's Where It Is. They're essentially John Marsh and Stephen Waddington. This record was produced by Paul Stavely, O'Duffy and uh, Martin Phillips. And uh, the next song I'm going to play for you is uh, another one of these singles, one of the four. Here's Time After Time. (music) superb isn't it that is time after time by the beloved of our Essential Wax our featured LP of uh, the week this week which is the beloved second LP Happiness from 1990 did reach UK the heady heights of number 14 in the charts and uh, in 96 Mixmag ranked the LP at number 48 in its list of best dance LPs of all time quite a flipping accolade isn't it that now it's time for this little feature which is a bit of a racket just for a and now it's time for this. Tune to web time, a boys and girls time of the week where I share a website of the week with you, a weekly heaping of digital fodder and ephemera. Now this last week, very happy on behalf of a lot of people. Um, if you're uh, keen on uh, Felt and Gokart, Mozart and Denning, which should be, go back uh, three episodes and listen to the interview that uh, I was lucky enough to have with Lawrence. Lawrence, uh, last week, uh, was the recipient of the Q Maverick Award. It's long, long overdue that uh, he's been uh, given the prominence and uh, given the credit he deserves, but uh, better late than never, I suppose. Go to cherryred.co.uk slash news, read all about it, or go to YouTube and just search Lawrence, honoured with the Q Maverick Award. Delighted for him, delighted for Cherry Red, and it's about flipping time. Now it's time for a bit of Bricks and the Extricated. Beautiful as a swift kick to the crotch can be. That is Sleazebag. Isn't that a brilliant song? Bricks and the Extricated from their brand new, forthcoming second LP. Out in uh, five days on the 26th of October. Breaking State is the name of the LP and it is a beauty. And I must tell you, you're going to learn all this later the more you listen to me and especially the more you listen to the interview. But you need to go to bricksandtheextricated.com website that's been up for just two days. It is wonderful. I'm not going to let the cat out the bag and tell you who's uh, behind the website and the design. But uh, it is quite gorgeous. And here is where you can get yourself on the mailing list and get yourself, uh, if you haven't got part part two sorry, from last year, you need to get it. And you can put your order in for breaking state and make sure that you don't miss that train because it is fast. Fast approaching, you're going to hear two more songs. One in in a, a minute or so, and then one after the interview with Bricks. I'm not going to talk too much about it because Bricks has been on the show before. You lot are very, very musically inclined. You know what you're doing and you know what you're talking about. Bricks, ex-member of The Fall, Adult Net. She is uh, just a driving force, and, and I'm just so happy for her personally that she's uh, been able to release these two records and that she's working with the wonderful folk that she's working with, the band who you're going to learn more about too. Um, if you listen if you listen intently, you should know anyway, but... Um, She's going to go for some old ground And just talk about everything that is uh, is breaking state And she uh, gets all tangential again Which is one of the, the wonderful things about Bricks Is that she just, just warts and all She just goes for it So uh, you've got that to look forward to Next though, let's see one more song off the album Before we get into a conversation Bricks chose the three songs, incidentally She chose Bag and uh, the forthcoming two We're going to hear Unrecognisable in about five seconds And then after the interview, we're going to hear Vanity <laughs> How heartfelt are those lyrics? Stunning lyrics and a string section. Unbelievable. That is uh, the second song that you've been treated to from the forthcoming Breaking State LP, the second LP by Bricks and the Extricated. That was unrecognisable, preceded by Sleeze Bag. Now it's over to myself and Bricks for a chat that I know you'll enjoy. It's got nothing to do with me, all to do with her. Back after this with one more song. Hello. Hello, Bricks. It's Stara calling. How are you?
8: I'm. How are you, Tara?
0: I'm very well. I'm better for hearing your voice. You sound immensely happy at the moment.
8: Oh, my God. It's just been um, a crazy day because we just launched the new website, you know? Yeah. The, the online shop, and it's kind of gone bonkers. So I'm, like, literally still in my pajamas. I haven't been able to move just for dealing with stuff.
0: <laughs> well, that's good news that you've got an actual the, the, the website up because it's 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 hard to track you down because 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 usually it's 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 facebook and twitter that you're really active on but it's really good that you've got your own dedicated portal now especially with the release of, of album number two it's 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 good for you it's all centralized now now could, could you share that url with us bricks what's the what's the website url
8: the
0: that's bricks, very simple
8: and for like like brick a-N-D-The-Extricated.com.
0: There you go. So no ampersand. That's great. That's very simple. That, that's that, that's how we like it. So so first of all, um, an awful lot has happened since last time we spoke, most notably, of course, the second LP. I also want to sort of start talking about your uh, your little, uh, well, not little, your excursion uh, with uh, with Mr. Leach at some point later on. But let's talk about the album first because, first of all, I was lucky enough to, to get hold of it to, uh, some time ago. And it's a, it's a brilliant album. You must be immensely happy with it.
8: You, you know what, Dara, I I am so happy. We we're all so happy. Um, for me, I think it's you know the, the best work I've ever done. I mean, it's, it's certainly outside of the fall. You know, this is it's just I mean, um, it's I don't know. I I really loved part two, but I think we like stepped it up like fifty gears for this one and. I think it's because everything is gelled. We've been playing together now for four years. I mean, obviously, um, I've been, you know, been playing on and off with the Hamlets for thirty years. But and Jason, and uh, Jason was was played with the Henleys for like I don't know ten years with Tom Hingley and the Lovers. So yeah. Finally, finally, we've all really gelled, and we've really gelled as songwriters. And um, it, 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 it's 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 a weird one because we left our record label in June right and we which was playing and they were fantastic and but um we decided to go it our go go out on our own with this one and of course we'd never ever done that before because i mean we were used to the old model have a record label put it out have a publisher but we decided that we would just take control and um but it meant a financial risk for me you know so yeah. because i just, i put my savings into doing it but uh, so we started our own label called Great Over Glamour, yeah. and we had all the songs ready, right? But we hadn't recorded them, so we actually worked to a timeline to get it out for this tour, which was you know, a huge amount of pressure. So we had very limited time to record. Very, you know, everything was so tight. The turnaround was so tight, but we did it, and I and it just, you know, I'm so proud of it because it, not only is it an amazing record. You know, uh, uh, um, but uh, you know all of the stuff that went in uh, in the back end that you don't see uh, meant that we we as musicians could take control of our art. So it, it feels good on so many levels, and and for me as a songwriter, it is absolutely these are absolutely the best lyrics I've ever written, and the most because they're the most honest and the most personal, and I poured it all out there. Everything in it is true. It's all about me and what's happened to me and how, how I've had to overcome so many obstacles and grow as a musician and as an artist and as a human on this earth. And um, the whole album is about transformation, but I, it's also about universalities for, that are that are for, probably resonant with, with every human because we all have to do that, you know? Yeah. So... I'm very happy to have been
0: able to tell this story in music. Well, I, I, I have been reading that, that you have alluded to the fact that this is some of the most personal material you've ever written. It must have been, you know, a, a, either it was exhausting, cathartic, or a combination of both. But uh, it, it's very evident when you listen to the LP that you're really pouring your heart out. But I, also, I was also reading recently, which uh, it must have been a, a real epiphany of sorts for you, but when you sort of all looked at each other and, and finally just pre- perhaps collectively realised Hang on a minute. We're all really good songwriters here.
8: Well, yeah. I mean, we and and but you know what? I mean, we can all be good songwriters individually. But we hit on a collective recipe yes. for how to write together. And the, the first and foremost, which is very different from the fall, is that we split everything five ways equally. No matter who brings what to the table, we all have complete ownership together equally. Right. So. There is no, um, you know, because band dynamics can be very difficult and most bands break up or uh, problems can arise when, you know, when certain people take control or, you know, so we split everything. And then the way that we write, um, the way that we discovered that we write the best is that all the boys bring the music to the table, right? So they each write like skeletons of the music and bring it and then we all add the flesh. I, I don't normally add the flesh to the music. Sometimes I might add a guitar part, sometimes not. On this album, I played zero guitar for the first time in my life. Wow. But that is because I was focusing on the melody and the lyrics. So they bring the music, and I write the melody and the lyrics. So they go in a studio, record in a really guerrilla way, like just like even you know on a rudimentary tape recorder. The... The rehearsal of, of the music and they email it to me and then I sit at home and write the melody and the lyrics that go over it and that's the recipe that really works and so for the first time I was like hey you know I don't even have I didn't even have time to write guitar parts nor is there any room for my guitar parts because Jason and Steve are so exquisite and the way that the way that we record the guitars now is conversationally so there is no lead, there is no rhythm. These are both two individuals having a conversation with guitars, which I really love. And, I mean, live I will still play guitar, but um, and I'm not saying I'm not going to do it again. But this time I really focus on on you know the lyrics and the melody for my for myself, and I think that is is why they're so good because I wasn't multitasking, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I can certainly appreciate that, and also I think another thing. Is that when dealing with, with with part two, it was an it was an amalgamation of 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 uh, of songs, essentially. There was uh, there was the 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 group written, there was the personal written, and then of course there was the the cover related and, and verbatim cover version aspects. This is the first album proper, really. If, if you really were to, were to split hairs with with defining this album, this is really the first bricks and the extricated record uh, from scratch, isn't it really?
8: Yeah, I mean, I mean, with part two, we decided that we would instead of like calling it cover versions, we were just songwriters doing our own interpretations of our own songs. Yes. So, so with things like L.A. When I wrote that, I heard it differently in my head than it came out in the fall. So I I heard it in a slightly more psychedelic, and you know, so we wanted to go back, take those songs that we had originally written, but. Um, and just reinterpret them, you know. So, but we also wanted to, because we were still kind of gelling as a band. We we wanted to start off at the beginning with a, with a bit with stuff that that people already knew, just just to have a sonic thread that we could show that went through our writing in the fall yeah. all the way through to now. So with part two, it was really. Um, almost the embryonic stage of what we are. Yeah. Um, but we, we just, we wanted to have a thread that sh- showed that we, you know, the sound that we created back then is still an integral part of our sound now, but just transformed in a different way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a gradual nurturing, and, and I think that, uh, you know, fans appreciated that. It was almost being, like, gradually immersed into, into, into the new sound, and uh, it worked very nicely, I must say. <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> so, so so, let's, let's talk about um, another thing I, I, I was reading about what you said was every time you put on a piece of music you actually break state so could we talk yeah. about the, the, the album itself of course I mean, many bands chuck away album album names willy nilly, this, this has intrinsic meaning I'm just wondering if you could extrapolate on that a little bit okay so breaking state
8: is actually a term used in neuro-linguistic programming and it's <laughs> Breaking out of one emotional state into another. So, let's take an example. Let's say I'm having personal obsessive thoughts, right? About yeah. what, you know anything that we would have a fear-based thought, like I'm you know I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about paying my bills, and I can't stop thinking about the money. Right? And um, it's making me low and it's making me depressed. Yeah. Well, the, the way to get out of that is to pivot your thought process into break state. So you do something completely different. Instead of sitting in my room worrying about money, I'll do something simple. Like go up into the garden and put my gardens on my roof and I'll take some seeds and I'll plant something and I'll dig in the dirt and pretty soon I work in the state that I was in. Right. Um, You know, or I'll take my dog, put on their leads and go for a walk in the park. Or I'll put on a piece of music and I'm transported out of one state into another. So with this album, we won't be able to put it on and break their state, you know? Brilliant. Um, Yeah,
0: that's it. Well, it's it's very succinct and I must admit that after having read that, I did do a little bit of reading on NLP and it it, it fried my little brain. So I I spoke to my daughter who's taking... uh, um, uh, clinical psychology, and, and she was, you know, she was, she actually knew 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 what she was talking about. You know, changeable connections between neurological processes, language, and behavioural patterns learned through experience, i.e., programming. But you you have you, simplified it very nicely. It's almost like a concerted distraction to, to 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 break a trend of negativity, almost. Correct.
8: It's it's also called like pivoting your thoughts. You know, it's also it's like a lot of it I wrote about. In my book, uh, under a different guise, which is um, yes, really, um, you 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 think better, you think happy, reach for happy feeling thoughts. Yes, you know. Yes, um, it's like Peter Pan, think happy thoughts. You know. So you are in control of your own feelings, thoughts, and emotions, and in fact. That's all you are in control of in this entire world. If you're lucky.
9: Right? <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> if,
8: if, if, if that's what, that's, you have the control to change your thoughts.
0: I seem to remember I've got a memory like a sieve but but I remember from reading the book that you know you alluded to it in obviously in more simplistic terms but it's it's just this is just a variation of a theme it's the same thought process yeah and, and it's the it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful and, and and it's something that uh, I've been thinking about it non-stop after having thought about it myself because I I'm I'm one of these chaps who's trying to you know get get off the uh, get out of the rat race and, and meditate and try and try and go through this sort of Post turning fifty reassessment of life, and this is this is something uh, I'm going to have to practice my my, uh, my pivoting is essentially what I've got to get better at, and um, well, I would imagine
8: you, you can you can always help you can always call me. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I can sense I can sense like a a, a bricks uh, hotline here this could be some kind of parallel career but that, that's the, that's for another day but but it, it's fascinating and I just wanted to put into context for the listeners that uh, this album is it's an it's an album album and, and, and you know exactly what I mean when I when I use that vernacular but it's also it, it's thought process from beginning to end this is a complete package everybody so if you've not seen it, Everything about this record, from the inclusion of strings by, by Sarah Brandwood Spencer, which is just amazing, to, to, to the artwork itself, which is absolutely stunning by Rufus dayglow Everything about this record screams that there's been due care and attention at every level that, that's, been, that's been taken for this record. Oh my goodness,
8: thank you so much, Dara. I can't, you know, I can't thank you enough for that, and you are completely right. I mean, Sarah Brandwood Spencer is Jason Brown's wife.
9: Yes. And she,
8: yeah, and she is, um, you know, a principal violinist and an amazing arranger. And so she got her her friends who are, like, play for the Halle and, like, LSO and everybody, and she, because she was listening to these songs being written while Jason and I and everyone were writing them. She'd hear them in every form. She, these songs were ingrained, and, she, you know, we thought, mm-hmm. actually Jason and Sarah came up with the idea of putting strings on it so she called in the troops and so this isn't just like some crappy like quartet these are like the real deal of strings you know and um but but she the, the sensitivity to with which she um orchestrated the strings and um arranged them i mean enhanced the lyrics enhanced the feeling it just gave it another dimension and it was i think for a lot of listeners. We didn't tell people. We haven't. No, hardly anyone's heard the record yet. It's not out till next week. But yeah. Um, we didn't. We purposely didn't leak any of the songs with the strings on it because we wanted it to be a surprise for when people bought the record. You know, it's a another added dimension. Um, certainly with songs like, for instance, the final song on the album, Unrecognizable. Yes. Well, that that one. I mean, literally. First of all, the whole album. Sonically, goes from black and white through a through an emotional journey. It, each song tells a story of of my life and something I went through to get from point A to point B. Point A was dark and point B is ultra technicolor You know. Yes. So, it, so when you start with Alaska and you've got the opening sort of very very atonal strings and the song is about being hobbled by your worst fears. Um, and vulnerabilities and just being frightened. And when you get all the way through, through all the different stories of the songs, you get finally to Unrecognizable, which is actually the the song most about, although you're transforming all the way through, Unrecognizable is physically transforming. So that starts in black and white and ends up in Disney Technicolor, really. Um, And this Unrecognizable is about you know, I started off 20 years ago as one person, and now if you look at me now, through
0: all the things that I've gone through, I'm unrecognizable to what I was then. You know. You certainly are. You certainly are. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, and 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 I love I love the very fact that you that you're so humble, and, and this is a. It's a journey, essentially. You are documenting a journey, and 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 you and you, and you're not you're not holding back. This is very, very warts and all. And and I mean, even 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 you know revisiting. You've got no you've got no problem at all revisiting painful moments because you've done it again with Heavy Crown, of course, which must have been difficult. Oh. Must have been difficult for you to write that. Right. So here's
8: the weird thing: when when I write, um, I use a technique which some people call it automatic writing. But I don't I don't know what I call it. I, I think I call it just channeling. I don't I don't know where where it comes from. I sit down and everything just pops into my head and flows onto the page. I do not analyze it. I do not go over it with a fine tooth comb. I let it flow, and I'm assuming it's coming from non physical energy yeah. up there in the in the atmosphere around us, which. <laughs> which by that I mean dead people <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I believe you know and I believe a lot of artists and musicians and scientists and mathematicians are channel you know anybody that's creative doctors are ch- getting they're getting their information
0: It, again I, I'm hanging on every word because I know it's, it's it's uh I'm not saying it's painful for you to to, to recite this but obviously it takes its toll and, and everything that you're articulating that comes uh, that, that, that's uh, referring to energy and this is all speaking my language and, I, and I, I wholeheartedly believe every word that you're saying and I love the analogy of, of, of channeling and I love the idea of it, uh, of information and, and uh, content almost being out there and, and you, you being able to, through whatever means, uh, be able to interpret it and share it, which, which, again, to someone who doesn't write songs and has absolutely no talent for, for creating music, um, it is somewhat mind-blowing. Uh, but but uh, you, you make it sound almost um, that you've, you've accepted it and it, it is what it is, essentially. Well, I, I th- I've
8: always been able to do it, but I didn't understand what I was doing on... Or- or how, I'm not even sure how actually, but I do know the process um, of getting to that place where you can open the stream of inspiration from the non-physical is usually by breaking state, because what blocks the process is fear, fear, anxiety, worry, but once you can break state and and shred your fears, you know. I mean, you were talking about meditation. That's an amazing way to do that. Amazing. Also, going to sleep and waking up, it's like you're rebooted when you wake up because you, you, you're you not think unless you have terrible nightmares, but that's usually like washing your fears through your psyche. Um, you know, you wake up and you're, you're, you've got a clear channel to write. So when I wrote my book, it was always first thing in the morning when I started without the fear-blocking thoughts. So that, that's one way of doing it. And you know when you're doing it, and you will have felt this yourself, Sarah, no matter what you're doing. When something feels so right and so good that
0: you have goosebumps... Yes, absolutely. ...that's
8: when you're
0: doing it. Yeah, that is the intangible, but that's the corroboration that you need. It's, that's it's, it's, the
8: corroboration,
0: exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And, and I think that we could... You know, if time allowed, we could digress and get really heavy, but let's let's just get back to get back to the record. But but you know, you as a person, you as a person, this is all very important. It's all background information which leads to this wonderful LP that we're talking about. Now we we did we did touch upon briefly uh, Rufus's work because he's done you know immense amount of work, especially in the comic vein with Judge Dread and 2000 AD and, and Tag Girl. Is, is is he is he a chap that, that that you knew, or did you reach out to him? Um, Okay,
8: so this is super interesting. Years and years ago in my break from the fall, I was living in LA and I was studying acting at night and working as a waitress, right? Yes. And one day my agent called and said, You have an audition to play Paint Girl in the movie. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I I looked up Paint Girl, found out like this super cool British comic and I was like, Oh my god and I went to get to do the audition and of course I didn't get it. But anyway that was my first um, initial thing, but I fell in love with Tank So, cut to, I don't know how many, 25 years later? Yeah. Um, uh. We, we, me and Jason do all the social media for the extricated, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So we do, we answer all the Twitter, Jason does the Facebook, we, I do the Instagram. And, um, so we talk to people, we talk to our fans, we're very, very open, and very, um, you know, contactable, and, you know, he can, we can have conversations. So, this this guy kept tweeting us, called Rufus Dayglow I didn't think anything of it, except he was a nice guy on Twitter. And we started to have conversations on Twitter, over Twitter, like, you know, direct messages and whatever. And then one day he said, do you know what I do? And I said, no. Well, no, what do you do? And he said, I'm a comic book illustrator. And I was like, oh my god, how cool. And he goes, I draw paint girl. And I'm like, what the F? <laughs> I go, no, you don't. And he goes, yes, I do. And I and do I, Judge Dredd in 2018 and I sometimes work on the Gorillas. and I was like, oh my God. And then and and then I was and then we just started to become friends and one day he said, I'd really like to do a comic strip with you because he was a huge Fall fan and he was an extricated fan. And I said, you've got to be joking. That would be my dream, my dream, my dream. Anyway.
0: I'm on the website right now so you lot, I mean this is brand brand spanking you and okay. I just yeah it's brand spanking I mean obviously I'm very familiar with, with with the cover and you lot are going to be very familiar with the cover very soon but there's also that complimentary shot the uh, the yeah. profile shot of you with uh, with with the guys as sort of badges running throughout your uh, I don't even know if it's, it's armor or hair or what it is but that one image yeah. that one image is absolutely stunning and and, and it you you must be just so thrilled to, to look at it and go, yeah, I've been interpreted this way. Yeah, I
8: mean, I feel like I'm a cross between Tate Girl and
0: Tinkerbell. <laughs> yeah, an ass kicking fairy, brilliant. It really is. It's it's it is beautiful. It's a beautiful aesthetic, and it just complements the record. And I was just, it was it was a real bonus for someone like me. who was a little bit of a nerd on the side when it comes to the comic book stuff and the sci fi stuff. That this just happened. Uh, just as you as you've articulated, really organically and wonderfully, and now you've got two friends for life who are probably going to be a part of the extricated process for now till till the end of time, which is brilliant. Yeah,
8: I mean they have helped us so much. I can't tell you. I mean, the the artwork really like ticked the band in, in kind of into another dimension. You know, um, and it, it you know just visually it's, it's quite amazing. So I'm super 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 grateful, and I'm you know what, I was really scared because they started drawing, and Ruth started drawing all of it before he, no before the album had been made, so no one had heard anything, and when we had to send him the, the finished link to Breaking State, I was like, but, chewing my hand off with worry, like, <laughs> what if after all this work he doesn't like it? But he freaked out, they freaked out when they heard it, and they were like, it's a masterpiece, it's a masterpiece, and I was I started crying. I was so
0: so happy. I can't tell you. Oh, I must you be. You must be because uh, again, you you It's the complete package. So uh, all you lot listening, um, you're going to see this very very soon when you log on. But this is something that you need to get the physical product for because it's that beautiful. There are so many things that you can just download digitally and not miss a trick. But this is something that I think you need to get involved with because if even if you don't like the record, God forbid. <laughs> The the the, the 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 artwork the artwork is outstanding. I was I was going to ask you actually because, um, you, you you had that at night uh, at Night People. Uh, that, that must have yes. been been an absolutely superb event, especially by virtue of being back in your second home. Really. Yeah. So we're doing two nights of
8: an of the album launch. So the twenty fifth of October is at Night People in Manchester, and the twenty sixth, the next night, is at Dingwalls in London. And both nights, um, Rufus is gonna be on hand, and so we're gonna do a signing session afterwards, and he's gonna sign. We've we've got limited edition prints. of Oh, marvelous. So he's gonna sign everything along with us. So it should be a really, both of them really special nights, and of course, We'll still have the merch with with us when we go on tour on the rest of the country. But I don't I don't think Rufus can be with
0: us except for Manchester and London, but you never know. Well it's a great great opportunity if you live in Manchester or London to go and see uh, see Bricks and the extricated, meet meet Rufus, get get your merch signed and yeah,
8: uh, Magazine signed and your fall albums and you know we'll sign anything. God knows I've signed someone's ass before. <laughs>
0: yeah, br- apparently Bricks Bricks is not remotely discerning. She'll sign anything within reason, which which is fair enough. Well, you might have opened a can of worms there. We'll soon find out. Um, oh God,
8: please no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know we've, we've talked about this album to, in, in terms of uh, your writing its content, but um, in my ignorance now, I, I know that you worked um, with, with John Reynolds for the first record. Yeah. And um, John has a touch, of course. I mean, uh, m- much like every producer does. Uh, I could not, for love nor money, find any information uh, on on anything to do with the production of this record. Um, we produced it. Okay, so it was totally self-produced.
8: Totally self-produced.
0: Amazing. Okay, that's that's what I wanted to, uh, That's what I we, wanted to know. We
8: did not have the money to pay anybody else. We just simply didn't have the money. I used my savings to fund the making of this album.
0: Yeah, you'd mentioned that. I did not realize though that yeah. that you produced it yourself though, which is even to. amazing.
8: We had to, but we sat there. I sat there and I was like, "Girl, you have made however many 25 albums in your life. If you can't bloody produce this, you know you've got another thing coming." And of course, I Jason, Jason, and I worked very, very closely together. We had a wonderful engineer called um, called Ian. Oh, I can't, I can't think of, I'll think of his last name in a second. It'll he works at Blueprint, Ian Stewart. Okay. He at Blueprint. Yep. He also did the first album, so he was really um familiar with us. Okay, there you um, go. Um, and, uh, you know, then, so we we would do it, and then uh, the, band, the rest of the band would come in and add their, you know, two cents about this and that. So, really, it was, a, it was fully produced by the
0: extricated fantastic I, I I suspected as much because I couldn't find any information on it and again anyone anyone who's remotely involved in in, in the world of audio you just don't waltz into a studio and, and record your own album you really have to know what you're doing I'm, I'm lucky enough to have taken a uh, you know a, a fairly lengthy course in it and uh, it's a very intricate thing and and, and this album is it's beautifully produced I mean that's where I'm going with this kind of feeble s- wow. string here um, and, and well, I,
8: thank you so much I mean it you know I uh, Of course, we all did it together, but it was, like, the the first time that I've ever done that. And, um, again, you know, basically, we, you know, it was all hands on deck for every single bit of this, and so much love has gone into the making of this, and so much, and many, many, many years of experience and passion. You know, we're hungry. We love what we're doing. I, I believe this band could go all the way if we get some breaks, you know? Yes. And it's really about getting the music out there and getting people on board and you know coming along to the shows and enjoying it you know we're we're a top live band i have to say that has always been our forte but i'm really happy that it's transferred into the album
0: oh yeah i, I was going to ask you actually because you, you know as you look into a crowd bricks as, as, as you sort of look through the lights and the glow you, yes. m- you must be very encouraged to see such a breadth of uh, age in, in the audience, you know, the 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 youngsters who picked up on you, you know, as if you were a bullet from the blue, and those who almost through obligation have, have followed you. Uh, exactly. And it must must be lovely to see that diversity. So, well, I, I can
8: honestly say that almost nothing makes me happier. Today, I got a, a phone call from uh, Aiden Woodward, who produced and directed the video for us. Yes. And he said, "Brick." my nine-year-old daughter cannot stop singing prime numbers. And Jason, Jason Brown's nine-year-old daughter knows every word to every song on Breaking State. And, and now, I mean, back when we were doing The Fall, you know, it was a very blokey audience, which is fine. And all of those men have grown up and they're all extremely intelligent because only intelligent people ever listen to The Fall. And some of them have stayed with us. But also, women, women of my age... Young girls, they're all coming aboard. Gay men, it's like such a, a and and gay women and just you know
0: transsexuals, like all oh, the whole lot. And I stand there with open arms and welcome them all and am grateful. Oh, it's it must be amazing because again, at the risk of of sounding like I'm blowing smoke, which is the last thing I want to do, is <laughs> usually I only request interviews with people who. I want to talk to who I have an affinity with or if it's an up and coming who I want to help in my own feeble little way. But talking to, talking to you is, is as, as I look through your career, obviously I've got a, an immense amount of objectivity compar- compared to your subjectivity, but as I, as I listen to the fall and, and, and listen to them mature and evolve over the course of time since the late 70s, my favourite time, as I'm sure a lot of fall fans will concur, is the addition of you to the band. And as I listen to the era that you were in, and I keep revisiting as we all do with, with the Falls material, some of you, I don't even know if how, how, how aware you were at how unique and complementary and organic the melodies that you added were. I mean, at the time, I'm sure they just came off the cuff, but in retrospect, I listen to this stuff and say, that would not be a fraction of the song Without your contribution, does that make sense?
8: Yeah, it. It. Thank you so much for saying for saying that. I. 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 I totally accept that. Um. At the time. This is what this is what where, where my head was at. Um. When I first joined the Fall, I was pretty horrified that they weren't more famous than they were. Yeah. That they weren't revered to be one of the best bands on this earth, the most one of the most. Creative and uh, um, unique and different and just just incredible band.
0: Prolific as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. Prolific as well. I mean, they were just the output was incredible.
8: Yeah, and but it frustrated me that they weren't more revered and that there weren't bigger audiences and that more people we weren't getting played on the radio. And I knew instinctively that. I didn't want to change what they did because I was a fan. I, the last thing I wanted to do was step on them in any way. But I knew that I had, my gift is like a hook, a melody, and a wrist. So I took hooks, melody, and wrist like a golden thread and wove it through their, ch- ch- you know, cacophonous, chaotic, shambolic, hypnotic, driving, pulverizing sound, this little golden thread of my simple hook, not enough to take away from what they were doing, but just enough to add a bit of light to their shadow, and I consciously did that, um, in order to give people something to hook their ears onto, because at some points the fall was quite difficult to listen to for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of people that just didn't get it, or it was hard to persevere through, you had to have patience until it clicked into your brain. But with this it was almost like wetting the appetite and giving them it's just like giving them a little sugar before they had their medicine you
0: know yes yes absolutely and, and as, as i as I sort of continue with this I've been listening going back and listening to a lot of um of uh, the adult net as well and it's it's it still sounds really really fresh I, I, I played this song a couple of weeks ago on the show and um I played the first single actually, uh, and, and actually no, I didn't. I played "Take Me," and and oh, God, it, yeah. it, and it just sounded. It sounded like it could have been released last week. It's. I I don't know. Do you do you ever revisit that material? I mean, I know that you're a busy woman, but uh, occasionally do you drop the needle on some some adult net because it, it 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 it's great stuff. Well,
8: thank you so much. I just um, I don't listen to it that often. Sometimes I I think, oh, should we put an adult net song into the set, uh, you know. I know that songs are, are good and sound, you know, but um, I I mean, my dream would actually be to find those master tapes somewhere and reissue it, you know, or do um, a kind of really interesting compilation of my solo stuff that I'm doing now away from the Extricated, and um, what I'm doing with John Reynolds, and it's been, I've been doing it for two years.
9: Yeah. The
8: Extricated usurps my entire life, but, um, but I would love to be able to put it out again, but I cannot get hold of the master
0: case, which is criminal, really. Yeah, I, it would be great. It would be a great project because, I mean, I, I know, well, I mean, the Fontana stuff's the Fontana stuff, but there's a, I, I would imagine it would be hard to track down some of the really early stuff in terms of getting the masters well, for that. Well,
8: beggars sold it. We, we, I got bought out from beggars by Fontana. Yeah. So, And then Fontana got bought by Universal. So the tapes, we've got it that far, but we don't
0: know where those tapes are. Oh, God forbid. I mean, you hear hear horror stories that uh, labels, you know, have have actually destroyed masters, which is, you know, beyond criminal, but... I mean, you you can still find all your material, but of course it's... uh, it's it's piecemeal on, on on record collector sites, but I think uh, it would be wonderful to to pick up the phone maybe and say Cherry Red, could you uh, just corral all my material for me please and put out put out the uh, the definitive bricks bricks compilation? That that might be oh something.
8: My
0: God. from your mouth to God's ears. Yeah, well I'll, I'll, be, I'll be talking to Cherry Red uh, later this week, so I'll, I'll, I'll put in a little, little grovel saying, hey, just just a little idea. Because um, I, I, you know myself, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have all this stuff. But there'd be lots of people who would would, would be clamouring to to get it, not knowing that you were around first time around, or or too young to have been around first time around. But anyway, that's that's for another day. But um, oh,
8: that would be, be a dream come true for
0: me, darling. No, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd love everyone to hear. You know, just. Drop, drop, drop the needle, and here incense and peppermints, and then here you know Edie, and then here waking up in the sun. It just a point I'm trying to make is it, it just still sounds fresh. It's got legs, and more people need to hear it. Is is what I believe. Great stuff. Uh, you, you must have had a really good time with with, uh, with Riley. It was a couple of days ago, yeah. Yeah. So you know, what? every
8: time um, Mark Riley asks us to come and do a session, it's a great honor. It's it's really interesting because it always evokes past memories of doing piano sessions um, it's, it's prestigious it's, it, you know it's fun he's, he, he's Stephen Paul Hanley's like best friend from childhood so he, and of course he was in the fall so it's like being with family and he's got a wonderful producer called M- Michelle Chowdhury, who's just absolutely amazing So we have a fantastic time and we're very grateful to be at.
0: Oh yeah, and, and, and I listened to it like I'm sure hundreds of thousands of others. It was just beautiful, and it, and it just it just really comes comes across as if you're sitting in you know each other's front room and just having a chat. It's that it's that uh, it's it's completely the opposite of contrived. It's just a beautiful flow, and, and it must have been a lovely experience for you. Well, I'm not. <laughs>
8: Bag. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it was all panic until the moment
9: I'm so
8: glad it came across calm, but that was actually the very first time on the Riley Session that we have ever played please bag and Going
0: Strong live together. Well, time. it sounded like you're very well versed. To the uninitiated, it sounded like there was no panic in the background whatsoever, but that adds... Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah,
8: that's what a great band this is.
0: And yeah, of course, with no disrespect intended. I mean, the Hanleys, the Hanleys and Jason and, and, and Steve. It, it's it's a tight tight band, and it must be a joy to be a part of. Because you know, I, I I'm not a musician, but my musician friends just 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 marvel at the musicianship in the band and the quality. I mean, yeah. musicianship <laughs> isn't synonymous with a good song, uh, but it certainly can be. <laughs> it certainly can well, be. I mean, every. It is. It's just, I mean, you touched upon you know, the driving force of the Hanleys, which is well documented, but I, I think they're incomparable in the annals of, of, of music history. You go 30 years worth of, of, of doing what they're doing is incredible. And, and as, I, as I listen to the new album, and when, when I hear Steve and Jason um, playing guitar, it, it wouldn't be a massive departure for this band to organically dip their toes in the water, then over the course of time, maybe jump right in, because you, you're, border, you're borderline psychedelia right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know it wouldn't surprise me if you just m- sort of metamorphosized over the course of time into more psychedelic because the guitar work is that int- intricate and uh yeah. conducive to it and and, and your lyrics your, your lyrical style is very conducive to that uh that kind of delivery so I'd I, I just be curious of course I'm curious to map your musical progression from now until the end but um I, I just think by, by virtue of the guitar work it, it's something that, that I'm really I just can't find any parallels for the 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 uh, the aggregated effect that Steve and Jason get when they play guitar together—it seems to be a beautiful thing. I, I, I'm desperate to see you lot live. I mean, it's going to be—it's uh, going to be a tricky thing for me to see you live in the foreseeable future. But I would—I would sit there gazing at each and every one of you, you know, and, and just do it in cycles because of the musicianship, and then of course the greater whole. But you're you amidst some really talented people, and not—notwithstanding yourself, but I think that there's so much potential with this band in terms of. How this band can can metamorphosize in and, and grow within itself, and I, and, I, and I think, as you said earlier, there's there's every possibility for this band to what you probably call properly arrive. This is not a side project. This is a band no. that should be that should be heard everywhere.
8: I, I couldn't agree more, and that that's why we're sticking with it. I mean, it's not it's not even a question. It's not a hobby. This is not a hobby. This is literally my life's blood and and everyone else is. I mean, Jason and I talk about it quite often. Both of us moved country to play music. Yes. So I moved from America to play music with the Fall. you know? And Jason moved from Ireland. We, we we left our countries and our homes to come here and do it. And and that's how serious we are. And, and Steve Hanley, if he doesn't play bass, like if he goes a month or a week or two weeks without playing bass, he gets depressed. So it's like... We are people that have to play music. This is what we have to do. We're meant
0: to do this. Oh, you absolutely are, and and um, it it also your enthusiasm within within the band and your your intrinsic need to, to create. It also translates it translates to the fan base with just pure and mitigated enthusiasm. It's viral. It's infectious, and especially with <laughs> with well, no respect, no respects you because I mean you you really do handle social social media as a band of your size should i.e., I mean you, f- you just alluded to the fact that you forge relationships uh, with, with Rufus and his wife through through social media but you' so you're so hands-on and forthcoming that if you are a fan of this band you have to you have to follow uh, bricks and, 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 and Jason's work on on social media because you're not going to miss a trick that way there's, there's <laughs> basically you could become uh, a bricks uh, an extricated stalker but just just by following uh, Instagram Twitter and Facebook you will not miss a trick because it is just loaded with stuff.
8: Well, we you know we we've, we've met some fantastic um, people on like Twitter who um, have been so supportive to us. That quite often we you know we like give them backstage passes, go out and have drinks with them. They help us because the people on Twitter and Instagram are like you know if they're into you and we become friends, they're they're almost like it's our social media army. They help us get everything across, and we. Every one of us becomes extricated with each other. But we become yep. extricated. We're all extricated. But, but we've, we have some amazing fans, um, fans slash friends, who follow us up and down the country, families. And it's so it's so amazing. Like, you know, sometimes people criticize social media. Or blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, is that it really connects you. It connects you and it's honest. And it's, it's the way forward, you know? Um, that connection and that communication with the fans is so important. I mean, I, I, if I thought back to when I was a teenager, if I could write to somebody like Debbie Harry and she answered me, I would lose my mind, you
0: know? Absolutely. No, and, and that's that's the, the best way to quantify it, yeah. It, it, really, is, it really is that marvellous. And you really do adopt the ethic that this is an inclusive thing. This is not remotely exclusive. This is a very come one, come all type thing, and, and, it, and it comes across. And... and Bricks and the extricated. Uh, again, I feel slightly segregated here in, in, in the east eastern enclaves of Canada, having not seen oh. you having not seen you live. But it really is a family. It's a community, isn't it? It, 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 it's, it is, and
8: it's growing, and it's amazing. And you know, we're, 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 I'm just a human being like everybody else, and I understand about vulnerabilities and frailties and insecurities, and we're all the same, you know. So, just drop the pretense
0: and make great art and be together and have a good time doing it. Oh, crack! I would vote for you, Brits. Blimey, that's a great. That's as good a platform as I've heard anywhere. To be perfectly frank, <laughs> all you got to do is throw in some free weed like that they do in Canada, and then you you you'd oh, be yeah. you, you'd be in no worries. I was going to ask you on a on a on a parting note was to, to contribute to the show. I, I was I was I was hoping that you could kindly pick uh, the three songs off the LP you'd like me to play.
8: Um. Difficult to
9: choose because there's so many
8: different moods, but I suppose uh bag. Yep. Oh no, it's
0: hard. What would what would you pick there? Well I well, I well I I would have picked uh, going strong. Um yeah. bag has really grown on me, especially after I, I heard it uh, live a couple days ago. Um, I, I also I've also got a bit of a soft spot for uh, for American Skies, but but, Ew,
9: okay. t- but but
0: to be perfectly, but to be honest, I mean, I'm going to end up playing all these songs anyway. So whatever three you ask me to play, I'll be playing the other ones regardless. So.
8: Well, so Prime Numbers has been getting a lot of play and everyone really loves that. But if you want to, if you want to go different and play things that haven't, that more people haven't heard, I, I would say that. My favorite song on the album is "Vanity."
0: Okay, all right. I mean, it's there's not a Duff track on the album. I mean, of course. No, but, but
8: I, I would say, I, and I'm, I love I love Bag." I have set because for me, I mean, I love the lyrics of Please Bag." I love the guitars in the beginning. I love the kind of Nirvana chorus. It's just a it's just a great great single. So I would say Please Bag," "Vanity," and "Unrecognizable."
0: Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So those would be the but three. No, but
8: you could I mean, Unrecognizable is really interesting. And, I mean, American Skies, I, again, I mean, that, you know, that song is about the death of America for me. Yeah. And we all know what that's about, you Yes, know? yes, So, yes. It, it, it's told, it's basically, I used to think of America, and there was American Dream, and it was, it was possible to do, or be, or have anything you want, and there was this huge nostalgia for America, and the big plains, and the mountains, and you know, the wild birds, and, you know, it's just amazing, but America, for me, is
0: now ruined, ruined, and I pretend I'm Canadian, so can you accept me as an honorary Canadian, please? Well, I've, yeah, I've got citizenship now, as well, so I've got both, so I'm, I'm welcome with open arms, but, you know, the, the the wonderful country that you're from does remain wonderful, and we hope at the end of this, this tenure that, that the healing can begin, but, it, it must be really painful for someone who loves their country so much. I mean, I've, I've got family, friends, and lots of lots of beautiful American people I know who are just absolutely gutted, and it makes Brexit almost seem trivial in comparison, which is saying something. They're, whole,
8: they're both bad, but here's the thing. You know we you're talking about breaking state and pivoting your thoughts? Yes. So my thought is this. Something has to die before it's reborn
0: again. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. what
8: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think of this is going to be for a reason and that it's going to expose all of the, all of the corrupt, everything that is bad and we're going to lift the tarpaulin off the scurrying rats and soon we will clean out our basement and it will be better. better Cr- than before.
0: Fair play to you for saying that because that's, that's a wonderful way of saying what I like to say is that, I mean, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better, but the, the, the re- that same thing. But Yeah, but the One real, but. The <laughs> yeah. But I, but I, but I have a lot of faith in our millennial generation. They're not having. They're not putting up with the stuff that uh, we did. Our, and and I, and I have faith in I have faith in the future. But as you quite rightly say, there's a there's a little bit of a way to go before we start unearthing rats. And and but it, it's, coming. it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, the reckoning is the reckoning cometh. I was going to ask you one last uh, two last things actually. One was uh, could, would you mind picking the obligatory fall track this week? Uh, you can choose anything from the fall library at all because I play one track by fall every week as you know and uh, would, would love you to choose this week's
8: i'd like to choose garden
0: yeah okay
8: yeah
0: uh, is there a, are you, are you at liberty to say why or that just t- top of your head
8: it just came out it just was the first thing that popped to my head i just love garden i love the bass and drums in it i love the riff i love the words it's a really powerful song that really doesn't get played enough it doesn't i used to love playing it live like, every time I play it, I would li- literally be, like, transported and orgasmic on stage. Like, I would have a sound gasm standing in front of them, playing my little guitar riff on that. It's just one of my f- absolute favourites. I didn't write it, but
0: I worship it. Oh, that's great. Well, it's good to know, because it's, as you quite rightly say, it's a song that doesn't get played very often, but it'll get played it'll get played in a couple of days, that's for sure. And, and the last thing is, uh, something I ask everybody, and I asked you this last time, and you, you've probably forgotten Wait, what... Oh, crikey, yes, of course, duh. I've just got sucked down this black hole here. Yes, yeah, Greg, yeah. Yeah, because well, yeah, in the first first time we chat, we talked about uh, you know the, the, uh, the, the, the excursion to India and, and transcendental meditation, which of course fascinates me. So, so, so that must have been an absolutely surreal slash amazing experience to go there with, with Mr. Leach. Yes, yeah, so, so basically,
8: I produced a documentary for Spy Arts, which is uh, set to come out this November. And um, it's called Donovan and the Beatles in India. And um, basically, in 1968, Donovan, the Beatles, Mia Farrow, Prudent Farrow, um, Mike Love from the Beach Boys, and a bunch of others all traveled to Rishikesh in India to study transcendental meditation with the Maharishi. They gave up their you know, pop stardom and their money and their trippy trappings of wealth and fame to go to live on the ashram for six weeks and study tm and while they were there an amazing thing happened because they were doing so much meditation it seemed that their creativity was unlocked and the beatles looked the white Album, donovan finished hurdy-gurdy man and wrote a bunch of other songs and out of that six week period about 48 songs that changed the world came from that time incredible and the world's press were not allowed inside they we were kept outside, no one knew what was happening, but Donovan, who was a friend, mentioned that, he, that actually there was a young Italian film student inside with a Super 8 camera, and that footage of the inside of the ashram in 1968 existed. And we were like, oh my God. Anyway, what they did, Donovan and the Beatles, was through their music, um, they brought awareness about Transcendental Meditation, and um, like Eastern culture to the Western world and basically awaken waves of youth through their music. And people, now we have the culture of yoga and mindfulness and all of that was basically brought about from that trip. This was the trip that kind of instigated the awareness in it. So it really was the trip that changed the world. Now, in folklore, the Beatles have usurped most of the credit for this trip. But Donovan was a massive part of it, and it was a very, very early convert to Transcendental Meditation. So we decided that we would do a documentary, we, we got it funded, we did everything, and um, take Donovan back to Rishikesh after 50 years, because it was the 50th anniversary, yeah. and and basically revisit it, and um, revisit the places where all the songs were written. and See, I mean, the ashram now is a ruin. Anyway. We all went back there, but before we did, Donovan insisted that myself, the producer, and the director become initiated in Transcendental Meditation. So I had to learn to do it too. Wow. Um, It was quite amazing. So we all went back there, it was 43 degrees, the ashram was a ruin, it's now a tiger sanctuary, the jungle reclaimed it, but it was utterly, utterly magical. And so the documentary will come out very soon, and it's something I'm very proud of because it's about spirituality and music two things that are very close to me and it's about Donovan and his legacy as a musician because a young generation doesn't even
0: really know who Donovan is no no and, and, and they should so that's out in November and I'm hoping that uh, gets a release obviously uh, across the english-speaking world I would suspect it'll be all over the place before we can blink yeah, if it. it's an on sky release, and, uh,
8: and David Lynch is in it Patty Patty Boyd is in it. Patty Boyd was there, of course, because she was with George Harrison. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, David Lynch, who is uh, one of the biggest sort of um, proprietors or whatever of Transcendental Meditation, he has the David Lynch Foundation. Um, he, he took part in our documentary, which was amazing. Um, yeah, so that, there's an international release. I'm not sure the date of that, but the British release is in November, I think.
0: That was, that's going to be monumental. And and, and as, as you touched upon... At the time, the the prominence wasn't given to this, and nothing's really been given, given uh, the the amount of accolades it deserves since. Really, this is this is the 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 most major focus on on this this gathering of people. That a lot of people, as you quite rightly say, they just they just make they consider this synonymous with the Beatles, but they they haven't read above and beyond just just the outside shell. But it's it's a much deeper, and uh, what a wonderful what a wonderful catalyst to, to to art and culture this was. That people don't really understand and have been able to put into context. So uh, you're going to be educating uh, hundreds of thousands of people with it. It's going to be brilliant.
8: And um, um, You know what? The more people that that know about this and anyone that gets, you know, I can't tell you how much or Meditation has helped me. It really, it's, it's really helped me stop anxiety and all kinds of things. It, it is breaking state for real. And um, it, it's just amazing. It's actually the song Vanity that I asked you to play mm-hmm. was written right after i got back from india and we'd all gone to a rehearsal and jason and i came back to his house and we were in his little office studio and he said look i've written this piece of music uh have a listen and they put it on and i said oh my god get the microphone up get the microphone up we started recording and without even thinking the words to vanity just came out of my mouth the words and the melody straight away with all of the visualization of actually bodies burning on the Ganges, because the song is about um, transcending and about uh, it's transcending from from physical to non-physical so it's about what happens when you die, um, but with India and this burning bodies on the Ganges as the visualization of the song so what happened was, because I've been meditating so much it, the stream of the words and the melody came out Fully totally formed
9: in one take. Wow! That's what you pretty
8: much
0: hear on the album. So it's the perfect thing to play, actually. Well, that that that's that's unlike any song delivery or birth I've ever heard before. To be frank, I mean that's in, incredibly unique. So so
8: so, Rishi Keshe not only made the white album in *Hurdy Hurdy
0: Man*, it made *Valley* too. <laughs> yes. Two years later. There you go. There you go. That's 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 what a chronology. A a chronology of five decades. No, that is incredible. And I'm so. I don't think they could have got a more perfect person to be able to make sense of this than yourself. I think it's brilliant. So, uh, all you lot, you're going to have to. I'll I'll remind you if you're if you're a regular listener, which you should be. But I'm going to be reminding of you this perpetually. As of November, you're all going to be watching this program. What's it called, incidentally? Bricks again. Um, it's called
8: Donovan and the Beatles in India.
0: Smash it! Thank you so much. That's great. We've got all that. We've got that looked forward to. And um, one last question. Uh, I ask everyone this. Conceivably, one day, uh, you, you're on the East Coast here, and, and uh, you're around my place, and I've got, you and the band have got a nice hot beverage in your hand, and I come out of the, the pantry with the magic biscuits in, and I say, "Bricks, you can choose any biscuit on God's green earth. What would you choose? Well,
8: I think probably last time I chose, like, a chocolate chip cookies that my grandmother made. You in did. The
9: tin. You did. Yeah.
0: you are fantastic uh, great 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 choice i'm gonna i'm gonna start my my new hash brownie uh, column and your name will be adjacent to it so yeah in celebration of that um yes we'll have the hash brownie column fully opened up with bricks adjacent to it and uh, you lot out there you should all be as excited as i am to be uh to be listening to the, the new record which i'm going to be sharing with you very very quickly uh after i've had a chat with uh, finished chatting with bricks now, this, this record itself, the official release date is the 26th, you've got the Manchester date, then you've got uh, the London date, and then you can breathe a palpable sigh of relief in, in, in a few days after ha- after having officially released this record, it'll be officially released a, a week today, right? Yeah, a week today, so we have Manchester and
8: London and then Bristol, and then we have a few days off and then we, we throw, we're, we're on a full UK
0: tour. That's marvellous. Well, I I am just so happy for you, and I'm just so happy that more and more people are getting to hear your music and uh, the music of, of, of the two Steves, Jason and Paul. And and I wish you the best. Uh, you, your hard work, your attention to detail, your talent, your 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 ethic, your your handling of of, of every facet of of the way that you present this band is is, is exemplary. And just thank you so much for your time. I, I just I'm just so glad to be a tiny 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 part of this journey whereby. It's been a real pleasure, and, and I hope that uh, we can continue to chat as, as, as more records are released.
8: Any time at all, and thank you so much for all of your kind words and for noticing all the details. It just means the world to me, all, all, all the things that you said to me. Really, it's real validation for me, and I can't thank you enough. And any time you want to break space, you've got my number, and <laughs> I can talk you down. I can talk you down, I can talk you over, and push you through into this
0: beautiful netherworld of disney gorgeous technicolor happiness oh goodness well be- oh, I-, I might have to take you up on that uh, you-, you-, you you might have regretted giving me your number but no, it's- i it- do it all the
8: time for people i love it it's part it's my it's my passion so oh, you know, oh that's if wonderful. Can help someone is great and it
0: feels good so, wonderful go. well thank you so much briggs and and and. Uh, have a great remainder of the day 6pm where you are it's winding down here in the afternoon so we'll talk soon I'll be in touch in the next couple of days with all the details in the meantime look after yourself and give my best to everybody concerned oh, well, thank you so much my pleasure take care Bricks bye bye Bye. you lucky lucky lot wasn't that fun Bricks is one of the most enjoyable people to chat with and uh, I hope you learned an awful lot not just about music but just about uh, sentiment and uh, and getting it done and breaking state and uh, and transformation Beautiful stuff. Just thrilled to have been talking to her. And uh, hope you lot go out and buy the record. Again, go to bricksandtheextricated.com. Get yourself a copy ASAP. One more song, time to get vain. Here's Vanity. That's a great way to end any programme, isn't it? That's Vanity by Bricks and the Extricated, one of three songs that you've heard from the forthcoming LP, which is called Breaking State, out in five days on October the 26th. Bricksandtheextricated.com. Huge thanks to you lot for giving me another three hours of your very valuable time. Thanks for listening to Near Perfect Pitch. It's immensely appreciated and of course huge thanks to uh, to bricks for giving me her very valuable time and being so forthcoming as ever i hope you lot are impelled to go out and get that record uh, and if you haven't got the first one shame on you go and get uh, part 2 as well all in one fell swoop i'll be back next week of course with another instalment of near perfect pitch in the meantime do me a favour please recommend the programme to uh, anybody and everybody who you think will enjoy it it would uh, make me immensely happy on all podcast providers every single one of them plus on Spotify now which is uh, which is good for a lot of a uh, lot of you youngsters out there uh, and uh, do me a favor too be nice to each other back next week all the best ta-ra